Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright with Justin Tucker and Justin Hill. So we have the Justins with you today and myself. And we have a couple things to talk about uh, regarding the football world. And uh, we're going to start with Pat with the Packers who extended uh, Jair Alexander. Uh, he's their top corner, Pro Bowl, in, in fact, borderline all-pro caliber corner, one of the best corners in the league since he's come up. He did miss most of last season, but once he came back, he was basically himself. And uh, so the, the contract is four years, $84 million. So what do you guys think of this contract extension that the Packers gave their star corner? Well, uh, I believe he does... He was deserving of the contract. I believe the years is agreeable. I believe the money is worth it. Uh, maybe a little too much in the first year com- in comparison to like a Jalen Ramsey and uh, Denzel Ward and the Marlon Humphrey. But again, overall, I agree with the contract. It was key for the Packers to keep them for the defense and keep some semblance of that defense, even though they just lost Zadarius Smith to a divisional rival. So, yeah, it was ideal and key for them to keep him and he'll be a green Bay pack for years to come. Great signing or great extension. All right. Jay Hill. Thanks Adam. It definitely was a great extension, Adam and Justin. I say this. Why? Because look at the Packers off season, the Packers, they're able to re-sign their hall of fame quarterback of Aaron Rodgers. Yes. They were able, they lost um, Devontae Adams. I'll miss his name at the moment, but to, be able to extend Jair Alexander, knowing that he's one of the best corners in football besides Jalen Ramsey, top three at least. But the same, but the same time, like this is a great move for the Green Bay Packers. And looking at this, let's see how the future tails. Like there's been like the, the Packers, they're they're doing a lot regarding defense, such as in the draft and like a little bit during free agency. But at the same time, this is a great move, and I'm pretty pleased to what the Packers were able to do regarding this, knowing that there wasn't no financial issues with this. So you do raise, raise an interesting point, uh, Jay Hill, and w- which was kind of what I was going to segue into is that the, the, it, it appears the Packers with what they've done this off season, they traded away Devonte Adams and they, they went defense heavy in this, in this draft uh, using both of their first round picks on, uh, on defense, they already had a uh, they had already had a very deep secondary, and now they re-sign their top corner. It leaves me to believe that they might be looking to go with a more defense-first ca- uh, caliber team, and just sort of having uh, having Aaron Rodgers kind of game manage. Uh, and I'm sure he I'm sure he'll put put up some sort of statistics. He always finds a way to do that. And maybe from uh, between now and between now and uh, and opening day, they find their number one receiver, but they don't really have they don't really have much at that receiver position, which which is part of what has me scratching my head about this contract. Is that your top priority really should be uh, with receiver because they don't really have much there. They got Sammy Watkins, and they have they do have Alan Lazard, and besides that, that's basically it. They do they have Robert Tunyon. I believe he's still on the team. And mm-hmm. besides that, that's not they don't have much on the offensive side of the ball. And you just commit you just got your your quarter your star quarterback who was very very uh on the fence about coming back. 
he you get him to come back and then you didn't you didn't support you didn't surround him with any weapons but i do i am intrigued with the fact that they are surrounding them with a little bit of defense here and go maybe going with a defense defense and running the ball scheme and just having aaron rodgers game manage i'm very surprised that aaron rodgers would be would be on board with this as quarterbacks would love to pad their stats and put up put up statistics but it's intriguing i am interested to see how they do this season I think they'll do fairly well in the uh, NFC North. I think it just comes down to them and the Vikings. Uh, me and Adam talked about it before, and the Vikings pose the most eminent threat to the Packers in retaining their division status. The Bears aren't where they should be. They just took a step back in getting rid of Khalil Mack, so that defense will take a hit. And J- Justin Fields, I believe, is still developing. So we'll wait and see on him. And Detroit's Detroit. We like the improvements so far, but until we see them on the field, we can only just say Detroit is Detroit. We wish them all the best, but they're not competing for the division for this season, at least. So it comes down to Minnesota and the Packers. And I think I think the only advantages that the Vikings have over the Packers is in the receiving core, because, you know, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, they had that over most most receiving course. So I think it would, what it comes down to mostly is the quarterback play. And I think Aaron Rodgers can outplay Kirk Cousins at least one out of the two. And I think that might be enough to win the division. See, I disagree. With, I So I agree with you in the fe- in the sense that it's going to come down to Green Bay and Minnesota. I disagree on wh- on who it's going to on who's going to come out on top with that division. I think I think Minnesota has they Minnesota has the upper hand in everywhere except on the defensive side of the ball. And they have become, and Minnesota has become more respectable over this off season on that side. And in the running, in the rushing game, I would, I would put advantage, advantage Minnesota in the receiving game. It's not even close with Minnesota on top, I guess, tight end, but is that really an important position? And, uh, I guess quarterback, obviously, obviously quarterback because Kirk uh, Kirk Cousins is not as good as Aaron Rodgers. But that I just I just have Minnesota. They're the better overall team. They they're more well rounded, and I think they're going to come out on top in the division this year. I just like Green Bay will be will be better than we think they'll be, but they they're not going to win the division. I just don't have them. They, maybe they'll make the playoffs as a wild card team, but that's about it. You guys make. Excellent points. If you look at the situation here, you guys, you're with, regarding with the defense of what they've upgraded this offseason, the Packers, let's not forget, they're versing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're versing the Kansas City Chiefs. They're versing a defensive Eagles team. They're versing a lot of great teams, and plus in their division. But in my in my eyes, I see the Packers winning the division as usual, like like we just said before, Justin Amby, with the goal against Detroit. I think you said Chicago and and Detroit, Chicago. And I'm, I'm forgetting the last team that's in yeah, the Yeah, Chicago and De- Chicago and Detroit are a couple of years away from contention. <laughs> uh, the, it's the Packers and the it's the Packers and the the Vikings. What's yeah. really going to come down and, to? And if you and, and and if you look at this here, like when you when you're like a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you want to win now. You've developed a great relationship with your coach and op, and, and uh, an offensive coach regarding wide receivers. Now you need to look forward to near like the future regarding what is the defense going to look. You have the statistics, you have the arm, you have the ability to what you know what to do, but at the same exact, exact time, you need to start extending guys who need 
not 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 need the money, but need to be noticed around your team. And that's mostly and like I always say, defense always wins championships. Not to go off topic. No, that's not off topic because yeah. because we're that's what we're talking about. They're, how they're, they're it looks like they're centering their team more around their defense and and running the ball. And they do have a they do have a a, a very exceptional uh, running game between uh, between uh, and I'm forgetting the two guys they ha- the two kids they have, but they're pretty good. Uh, it, remind me who that remind remind me there. Uh, I'm I'm really blanking on their names, uh, but they have they have two very solid players. Uh, uh, to ru- to rush the ball, and they also have a good. They Aaron also Jones have a good defense. Aaron, yes, yes, you're right. I don't know. I don't know how I blanked on, on those guys, but they have AJ Dillon and, uh, and Aaron Jones. So you you have that. You have those two, and you have the defense. They'll be able. They'll be. They'll be competitive, but they're not going to. They're just just Minnesota's just a better team. That's and like they and they worked on that defense this offseason. They got Andrew Booth and they got that kid in the first round as a who's the safety. Um it's just Minnesota's just the better team. They are just all around receiving game and at and at the receiving game for for Green Bay. It's just a massive hole. It's not even that they're they have a couple pieces. It's just there's really nothing there. It like Alan Alan Lazard has been has had his moments, and Sammy Watkins was good, but he's not really. But he's kind of a, more of a wide receiver three at best. You have real you don't have much there, and the and the Vikings have a clear advantage there. They have they have the res, uh, the advantage on uh in the rushing game. And they they have a better line. I just think that team is that team's better, top to bottom. That's fair. the The last thing I'm going to say about this in regards to the Green Bay's receiving core, uh, they just drafted a receiver out of North Dakota State and Christian Watson. So I want to see how good he is. He had a drop problem in college, but as far as long speed and being a deep threat, yeah, he's that dude. So. We'll see how he pans out with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. So as far as the receiving problem, they did try to at least address it in the draft. Not in the first round, but like they always do in the second round. Yeah, certainly. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, Time will tell to see just how good – uh, this this Packers team is and how they stack up with the with the Minnesota Vikings and perhaps maybe the Detroit Lions or Chicago Bears. We'll see what happens, but time will also tell to see what will be will what will become of Drew Brees's future. Uh, how he was let go from NBC and hints that it is he's left the door open for a possible unretirement. We'll talk about that next. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast. Touchdown! Unbelievable! 
You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. I'm Adam Wright, Justin Tucker, Justin Hill with you. And we are we were just talking about a little bit of Packers stuff with Jair Alexander signing to a four-year $84 million contract. And we're now going to get into Drew Brees, who was just let go from NBC uh, as their analyst. Uh, reports kind of said that he was, I mean, from, from ratings, he, he wasn't, he was kind of, they, people didn't really like him there. Wasn't, wasn't really doing a great job. And he tweeted and I'll bring up uh, exactly what he said. So he said, and I'll put it, I'll bring it up. Despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may I may train my kids for for the pickleball excuse me I may train for the pickleball pickleball tour senior golf tour coach my kids for all of the, or all of the above I'll let you know so he's kind of left left the door open for really anything but what are you guys thoughts on Drew Brees and what he might do in the uh coming up JM you know, I have a lot of things. That it's been on my mind for the past couple of days, but here it is. Drew Christopher Breeze. So, in my opinion, he did do a good job on NBC. I'm not going to lie. He was a great, like, announcer, like, before the games. You know, like, doing a little bit of, like, interviewing. He did a lot of great interviews. I remember he interviewed Tom Brea. I remember he interviewed Patrick Mahomes before a game. Like, talking to – looking at Drew Breeze, he, he was a great sideline reporter, like, a quick game. I remember he did something – during the Patriots game, when you when the Buccaneers were the Patriots, including during the Super Bowl, talk we're talking about Al Michaels. But however, looking at Drew Brees, hearing that he wants to come back to National Football League, in my eyes, you need to stick to being a family man. And I say it because, like, look at Drew Brees. This this guy from in the 2010s, he failed. He failed either way. It, it's time for him to stay home and just be a family man. You look at you look at his career. He had a tremendous career. I'm not gonna lie, but Let's not let's not forget, folks. People want to say. People want to look at statistics in baseball and football. People want to look at statistics regarding Drew Brees and how much of a better quarterback people say he was better against Tom Brady. But in my eyes, he was nowhere close to Tom Brady. And for him to like wanted to return to football, it's mind blowing. But I would like to hear what you guys have to say before I have more to say. First off. Who the hell is comparing Drew Brees to Tom Brady and then saying, you know what, Drew Brees is the better quarterback? I I need names because this is ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. I just want to talk. This is a great – he is a great quarterback, but in comparison to Tom Brady, uh uh-uh, sorry, can't let that slide. Tom Brady now has better statistics than Drew Brees, and he has a far better career than than Drew Brees. So I can't agree with this comparison what i will say is this like i said to tom brady stay ass home don't come back just just stay home we saw what you look like towards the tail end of your career you were falling off because of the injury you probably feel like hey the injury is now past me i feel healthier i feel spry look at tom brady maybe i can do that no don't do it because the moment you come back and you take that hit again it's over for you, just like it's gonna be over for Tom when he takes that hit, and I'll be and I'll be waiting to see if he can actually survive it. I don't think Drew Brees can take those same hits anymore. I think it'll be costly if he ever comes back again. I think he, he's fortunate to come out of the game with 
the best of health considering the circumstances. And I think he should stay out the game because my God, where is he going to go? New Orleans? Don't do that. If you're going to go to a team, at least go to a team that's successful. But I don't think any team that's successful wants him because they already have a franchise quarterback. So with that being said, just stay just stay home. Just raise your kids. Enjoy your life. Be a good commentator. Don't don't play football. No, no disrespect. I'm not even going to take the 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 comparisons to Tom Brady ser- seriously because come on, come on. I don't even need to say anything about that. But uh, I uh, talking like just I just want to address um, his his performance on NBC because it it is because I look at I look at analysts a lot differently than a lot of than others because this is this is my this is my career path. This is something that I want to do. And as as talk show hosts, and I think you guys can all agree that. Um, if you think that it's going to be like just sitting around the lunch table with your friends talking sports, you're wrong. It's very, it's, ex- it's actually a lot harder than you think what we do. Being a host on any sort of show, it is very, very tough. And, um, it, it was his first year and he was only recruited to NBC because of his name, he, because his name's Drew Brees. He's, he is, he is known for his play play in football not for his football analysis not that he doesn't know a lot about football i'm just saying just cut the guy a break because you know you look at you look at what he it's it's just his first year i mean if you got you guys any of you any anybody listening right now go once you're done listening to this episode go and look at our first episode it's only published on youtube but go and look at our first episode i sucked i was i was reading off of our off of our rundown the entire time and a couple episodes in, I had to start writing down what I was going to say because I just didn't feel comfortable with being behind the mic. There was extra, there's extra pressure. It's real, it's tough doing what we do. And I'm I'm just saying, like, it's his it was his first year. Give him some time. And I even I even hold the same standard towards Booger McFarland. And I know a lot in ESPN, and I know a lot of people people like to jump on him and give him give him business because because of his because of his analysis. Again, another guy who is not known for who is not well known for his football analysis. He's known for his football career. So why are we getting on this guy for for in his first in his first couple of years here being having to having to be good at speaking behind a camera because that's really tough. It's really tough. And mm-hmm. I'm I'll, I'll I'll quickly address his uh him hitting at possible unretirement. You can't compare him to Brady. And I'll, and you can't compare it because Tom Brady has been playing at a high level and he hasn't really fallen off at all. Drew Brees, by the time he retired, he may not have been like Peyton Manning at the end of his career, but he certainly was not what he was at his in his prime. And he was ba- his career was barely hanging by a thread. He was kind, he was okay, but you could clearly tell that injuries were starting to get to him. He wasn't throwing the ball like he like he used to. It's just not the same. He should not come out of retirement, and I don't think anybody would really want him. They might, somebody might take him, but he's not going to play well. Just stay, stay retired, and look for some sort of other media media job. Don't give up, Drew Brees. I'm rooting for you, dude. I, I I love what you guys are saying with this, and I love what you said out of regard. Like us, since we're both sports broadcasting majors ourselves, we're trying to be in the business. Well, it takes a lot of effort from us each and every day of what we have to do to try to earn. So that you have guys, you have people, men, men and women, still in their like thirties and forties, trying to earn a career spot in the in the in the top broadcasting fields. But seeing like 
athletes like Drew Brees himself, like knowing that he's played the game of football and it's just one year, just get a broadcast, a, a sideline job, and then just like after one year, NBC telling him he wants to leave. Like this shows like why, like not saying like television, but like in general, they need they need ratings. But not say, but regarding with this here. You make a you two make an excellent point. Like Drew Brees' career was going downfall from to, before when Tom Brady joined the NFC. And when you look at this situation here, Drew Brees needs to stay home. He needs to stay home. And you look at his injuries from that last game he had. It was brutal. He threw maybe four or five picks, including in that including in that season. He he turned over the ball mostly throughout that that whole last his last season. But I know Justin has to say some things, so that's all I have to say with the situation. And just just keep collecting them AARP checks, man. Just just keep doing it. Just, it's, it's it's nice to retire. Just enjoy the good life on the other side. Don't don't try to go back. Just just enjoy those checks, man. I appreciate it. Did we not just establish last episode that we that you can't collect your AARP card until age fifty? The way he was looking Is during it? that last season, he looked fifty-five. Oh, he sure did. He did, he was his career was hanging by. It looked like he had a noodle arm back there. But I mean, to say like fifty years old. I mean, Tom Brady's closer to that age, and he They're might play until league. that age. Imagine playing in the league and collecting a double ARP card, like having both at the same time. <laughs> what a flex it would be to get an double ARP card, and and win a league MVP. In a Super Bowl, like what are you doing at age fifty? Oh my God, <laughs> it might be a flex if you win MVP, but don't tell me. Man, we would have to question the TB method. That's what we'd have to do. The TB twelve yeah, method. TB 12. 12. Yeah, what what's really in that TB twelve? That stuff method, works, man. That's whatever it's, it's do. But I will say it's not working for everybody else. A lot of a lot of the former a lot of the Patriots when he was when he was there would be would go on that uh on that whatever they whatever sort of lifestyle he does and you know eating the avocado ice cream and everything and a lot yeah. of players got hurt right as they did it. I remember I remember I remember Dante Hightower on the other side of the ball, uh during during his prime days, mind you, would go on would go on the TB12 method, and th- I believe this was 2016. He got hurt right after he did it. He got hurt, torn pec. So I wonder it. He is a quarterback. Just saying. But we are getting a little off topic. I want to get into the the fan box. Uh, but you guys have any other thoughts on this? Uh, actually, I'll 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 touch one more thing. There, yeah. it's not just like be, being in broadcast in broadcasting or anything in the media. It's not just the fact that you would need to be comfortable and have some sort of speaking skills behind a camera or a mic. It's also preparation. You need a lot of preparation, a lot of research done before you do any episode. And we, and for, for those of you guys who don't know uh, the process behind our episodes, we, we meet before every episode. The day before every episode, we meet and we put together a rundown and we do some research on everything that we're going to talk about. There's a lot of preparation that, co- that goes into any episode. And some things come up right before the episode. 
Like, for example, our last episode when we talked about Jarvis Landry to the Saints, that happened just hours before our episode. And we had to look, we had to find all the different narratives, get, do all the different research, and that requires a lot. So there's also that. So, I mean, there you don't always have the most time to research, and there's a lot of research you have to do, a lot of preparation. And you, there's also, if you're new, you need to practice your lines and what you're going to say, get your thoughts collected, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not just like it's not just that like and maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm preaching the choir here, but like I think people I think some fans are being oh, way too critical about some people in the media because it takes a lot to be to do what you do. And some of the guys at the pro level are doing some real, real serious stuff because, I mean, it's it's incredible some of the guys what they're what they're doing in there and the viewership they get to to speak in front of that camera. It's incredible. I will say that. But do you guys have any other any other thoughts before we move on to the fan box? Look, nothing other than I, I doubled down on what I said earlier. Those double AARP checks are still there for him. I, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Let's not risk it. It's time to stay home, Drew Christopher Breeze. Stay home so, with the family. So that's I just all. want so I just want to elaborate, Jay Hill. So you you think he shouldn't have any career? Just Go, just go home and spend time with the family? He's just stay with his family. He, he's, he, listen, Drew Brees had a tremendous career. He played 18 or 19 years. You need to make up that time spent with your family. As simple as that. But for, you know, we, we have the greatest quarterback right now, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's getting approvals from his mother, his father, and his family. They, they want him to continue playing the game he does. But for Drew Brees, knowing that he's not healthy where he was before he retired, he needs to stay home be with his family. Simple as that. You made a ton of money. On the field, off the field, your advertisements with Gillette and all, just stay home. Be a family man. Had a great career, but just stay home. So no, no NBC, no NBC Sports, no calling games for Notre Dame. Listen, just, just straight up, just stay home. Just stay home and try to make, be an actor. Do that. I think that doesn't that require that requires a lot of work in in itself, doesn't it? No question, but like. Not to like get off topic, but yes, you did fail at NBC. They they fired you from the part ways. It means you got fired. Just stay home. Think about it for a couple of years or what you want to do. Just be a family man. Coach your sons. Coach them for football. So they love football. Simple as that. Be a family man. All right. Uh, well, we do need to move on. We have the fan box where we're going to actually talk about a different type of topic. Uh, about about our show, just sort of how what giving us feedback on what you guys think. We're gonna get to that next. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright, Justin Tucker, Justin Hill. We have the Justins with you, and I'm here as well. And we have reached the Fumble Rooski fan box. So what happens is every Monday we post a question filter on our Instagram, and you can respond with hot takes, questions, and more, and we will discuss it and give you a shout-out 
on our podcast. Respond to next week's fan box question to be featured on our show. So the question of the week was, what suggestions do you have for us to improve our show and or our page? So we've, we're kind of reaching the summer where it's a bit of a dead sport in the NFL, and we're sort of looking at what how we can improve in preparations for next season for the 2022 NFL season, because that's going to be a lot to cover. We've covered two seasons. We cover the 2020 season, 2021. And now that we've kind of built up our audience, we have a, we have a lot more followers on our Instagram page. We want to know what you guys think on what we, on how we should uh, improve our show. So this was an interesting question. We only got two responses, so we'll get right into it. So uh, Tyson Tate, This is an interesting one, and we have been toying with this a little bit. He said, extend out a little bit for all sports like basketball or baseball. So this this is, like I said, this is something that we have been uh, looking at a little bit because um, on our guest segments, we've kind of we kind of left that open for to sort of say, uh, let's cover uh, if you want to talk it for your guest segment about baseball, let's talk about some baseball, especially over the summertime. That's the perfect time to talk about baseball. There's not too much going on in the NFL, um, but baseball, basketball, the the basketball, the uh, the uh, the playoffs are heating up. The Eastern Conference final is set is set. Both, both conference finals are set. Go Celtics. They're playing tonight at 8.30. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to watch that game once this episode is over. Uh, but ex- um, I do like that idea. We, we're we looking for other ways to branch out, but we also want to kind of stay in our lane. You know what I'm saying? Because we are a football podcast, and people are going to be tuning in to, see, to listen to football. So um, we would like to get that in, but we still need to kind of find a balance. And we do understand that a lot of sports fans are typically fans of all four main major sports, or at least a couple others. So we do have that going for us, but it's it's a tough one. But what do you guys think? It's, it's tough as far as we are a football show, and we like talking about football, and it's kind of hard to talk about basketball for us. But I wouldn't mind talking about it every now and then. It's just we're generally a football show, so it's kind of hard to talk about other sports, even at a time like this, where it's kind of where football is basically a dead sport right now, we would have to like transition and create maybe another podcast in the future to talk about basketball. But until then, we're kind of like a football podcast only, right? Which would be a lot of which would also be a lot of work because we already have this and uh, this podcast, and to start another another one. Uh, and to run the social media page for it and to edit for it and to cre- and to find the time to do both that would be tough we would probably just have to stay stick with this with this podcast and maybe we'll collab with uh with other podcasts who do who do football who do other sports we'll do half of the show for on football the other half on the sport for that other podcast we could do that or with the guests that come on, they could talk about whatever they, uh, whatever sports they want to talk about in their guest segment. Uh, but there's plenty that we could do with that, and it, we have been toying with it a little bit and uh, branching out to other sports. We because we do we do understand you guys. You guys are in a lot of you guys are interested in other sports as well, and we'd love to talk about that as well. We are we are fans. I'm a basketball guy and a baseball guy. Not too much into hockey, but I am I do like. I'm a, I'm a Boston sports fan till the day I die. 
Um, of course. But, but this one, and this one was posted as a joke. I think she's uh, serious. No, I, I'm, I, I'm, I think she was. She definitely was serious. But Sarah Finnamore said, "Bring your girlfriend on. She's hot." Mm-hmm. So that, uh, that is my girlfriend, and um, yeah, I mean, she <laughs> could come on. Just it, it's in the in this is meant respectfully. Just. I typically, if somebody wants to come onto my my show to talk about sports, they might want to just know a thing or two about sports. Is all. Are you saying your girlfriend doesn't know sports? Are you saying I mean, that? she knows a couple names? I mean, some some she has family who's also who are also big sports fans. Um, but herself, I mean, she she's a dance major. She doesn't know too much about sports. Um, but I don't I don't know. Maybe 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 she wants me she wants me to quiz her on what she knows about, uh, about sports. Um, but yeah, it's a possibility. I don't know. Maybe one sure. day in Maybe, the very yeah. distant, distant future, <laughs> but not today a, on a date on a date to be determined. And she's listening <laughs> and she, she's, she's listening and, and texting me as, as this is, as I'm, as I'm, <laughs> as I'm speaking, I'm just saying, I, I don't know. But um, do you guys have any any other suggestions on um, on uh, any ways that we could on ways we could uh, improve our show? Uh, not at this moment in time. I mean, we could always be better on the mic, try to always draw more attention to the crowd and always try to be more entertaining. But until we can have a more consistent schedule of guys around us, this is the best we can do. And. I think our production won't increase for at least a while. So this is the, this is the best we can do. So hopefully sit tight and we can produce for y'all. Certainly, guys. And we do have plenty that we are planning out as we're going for this summer. So we so don't worry about uh, the any sort of lack of football t- football content because we have plenty to preview this upcoming 2022 season. You thought this 20 this this off season was crazy. The season's going to be just as crazy because all these players moving around, we want to see what how it happens. It's like a big science experiment, just seeing how this all works out. We're going to be obviously we're going to still have our player rankings. If for those of you OGs out there, if you guys were listening over last summer, we were ranking every week. We were ranking uh the player the uh the top five, we were doing top 10 last off last uh last summer. Of any all the skill positions, that was a fun thing that me and me and Justin did when it was just us two on the show. But we have that. We're gonna do a couple other things. We'll 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 give you guys what we're going to be doing, and it's gonna be great. Sit tight because opening day is a lot closer than you think. I hope you guys are all enjoying your summer, but we'll we're gonna give you just sit back and we're gonna give you all the content that you need for this upcoming football season and for the summer to hold you guys over because we all know it's tough being a football fan during the summer. It sucks, but we're going to get you guys through it and it's going to be great. Uh, but anyways, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Be sure to tune in to us live Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7.30 on Twitter and Facebook through Fans Only Sports Network. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. 
Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Over and out.